Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to Solo Cleaning School. I'm ready to share again out of my own personal business here, Carfagno Cleaning Incorporated, Philadelphia suburbs. I've been sharing every couple episodes, you hear some updates from me. In the last episode, I shared how LinkedIn led to an estimate with Tom and Marcy at Edward Jones. I'm very thankful for that opportunity. So if they were hearing this episode, I'm sure they wouldn't mind me sharing just some of my observations. But I do want to share how this went. And then we'll just dive into the rest of this week of what happened and how my business moved forward. And it hopes that by hearing this, you will hear some of the things I teach in action and learn from them, learn from my mistakes, learn from my successes, and overall just be entertained. So here you go. All right, the week started off Monday morning, and I had an estimate set up with Edward Jones. Thanks to Tom and I connecting on LinkedIn just a few weeks prior. It really is awesome how that went down. So check out that previous episode to see how I used LinkedIn, and it created a new friendship with Tom, and it allowed me to have an opportunity to do an estimate. So I do a niche of cleaning called presentation cleaning. Not everyone does, and that's fine. I'm not going to teach presentation cleaning. Can't reveal all my secrets, right? But I will say that in the art of presentation cleaning, and I say art on purpose, my estimate starts from the second I park my car, I put myself in the shoes of the client that this business would like to attract. And that's how I conduct my estimate as if I were a client and I view things through the eyes of a client. I learned this from my realtors and stagers when I was running my business in New York. How do I put myself in the shoes of a client? It's amazing how much you can learn, how much you can help another business. People don't think like this, but you need to. And so I did a full presentation cleaning assessment with Marcy. Really great to meet her. I got to meet Tom for the first time in person. That was awesome. I got to meet the other owner of the business as well. And I walked around that I gave my opinions on what an ideal client of theirs would be looking at, looking for, what judgments, what impressions they're seeing. And I gave a full assessment of what I think they should change to increase their chances of attracting that new client. So it was it was very effective and it really built trust and they were very grateful. And then at the end of the estimate, I promised I would have a proposal delivered to them with different price options, which I always promise and make sure to hit the promise, but I don't give them prices right there and then. Now they happen to tell me how much that the current cleaner was charging and I never ask, but I will definitely listen if they tell me. And I was really shocked with how low it was. So I let them know that, hey, that's a great price if you're happy with them you know be feel free to keep them but i pointed out the pros and cons of myself versus that company overall the experience was pretty fun and it felt great to know that i had found a new friend on linkedin and i was invited over to take a look at their office and give some prices so you never know where it's going to go maybe they'll hire me maybe they won't nonetheless i move on that was monday on tuesday i go to my mcba meeting and i share with them in my 30 second commercial of hi i'm ken carfagno cleaning i'm in the business of first impressions and yesterday i went over to edward jones and i did a presentation cleaning assessment and i explained in 30 seconds what i do and people were turning their heads ah, that's what you do. It makes sense. They like that. And then by the end of the meeting, I was volunteered, voluntold, 
you might say, that I should be doing the showcase next. And so two of us, myself and Bridget, were voluntold to do the next showcases in the upcoming week for the meeting. A showcase is when a business stands up and does a 20-minute presentation on what their business does and how they help their client, who their ideal client is. So that was a great opportunity. So I was looking forward to that. And my gears were chugging along. What could I do? How could I stand out so that people would remember me? So we'll come back to that for sure because I have some ideas. After the MCBA meeting, my friend Gary wanted to talk to me. You know, Gary Volpe, I mentioned him, Volpe Enterprises. He started this meeting and he says to me, you know, hey, Ken, your name came up yesterday. And just background, his building is very large. He has the Chamber of Commerce housed inside of his building. They rent from him and he's got a large, a very large building. So it'd be a great place to, to clean for and just a great family in general to clean for. And so I was very pleased that just to connect with him, he's become a friend. And he says to me, your name come up yesterday. We're out in the parking lot talking. He says, we've had a cleaner for a couple years and their quality has been declining. And he says, we're not ready to switch yet, but I wanted to talk to you. So he, behind the scenes, he was trying to kind of get me in. Um, he started the company, but it's, his sons took over. So they're really in charge of the decisions for the day-to-day operation stuff, which cleaning falls under and they're running the company. So he's like, I'm trying to get you in there. I said, I said, Gary, thank you. I, I appreciate it so much. They're even thinking of me, considering me. We've only even known each other for a few weeks. I just really appreciate that you would even consider me. It feels great going to these meetings and sharing what I do and talking to people. And I remember having met him at that polling station that one night and him meeting my wife. It built more trust. So it's just a process of trust. And it was just a great talk in the, in the parking lot. And I said to him, Gary, I said, don't worry about it. I'm just thankful you even thought of me. I see everything as a seed. I plant seeds. And hey, if, if you ever need me to come in, I'd be glad to. I'll give a free presentation cleaning assessment. And if you don't, that's fine too. I, I just appreciate it. And he was like, awesome. Thanks. He parted ways and I moved on. And my moving on was going right next door to go talk to my buddy James, James Hardy of the Carpet Guys. And we went met over at the grocery store and had a little breakfast buffet and talked. And that was a really fun meeting as I really got to learn more about what he does. And just to see the alignment that the two of us have, just natural business collaborators and referring each other, just very natural because what I do in presentation house and office cleaning, he does presentation carpet and floor cleaning. And I don't do that. What he does, I don't do. What I do, he doesn't do. Really is a perfect match to be able to refer each other. I'm sure I'll be using him down the road. And so we had a great conversation. He told me a whole bunch of things that he does and what he's looking for. He told me his story more and I shared more with him. And he even shared a story with me about a client he has at a very upscale prep private school. And at this private school, he was able to acquire the carpet cleaning contracts for the whole school. That's a big deal. And he said what really sealed the deal with with this school was presentation. It wasn't just that he can come in and do an amazing job, but the fact that him and his people, the workers, they were all dressed alike. He had a very professional image from the second he talked on the phone for the first time to stopping in the offices to people wearing the same pressed collared uniforms and smile and handshake and just everything looked good. And you don't expect to see this from a carpet guy. That's what set him apart. And then he did the job and blew them away with how great the quality was. And he was able to secure the contract from just getting a one-time job in there to gain the whole school. And I heard that and I said, Jim, I need to get you on this podcast. So I expect to have an interview called Presentation is Everything with James Hardy of the Carpet Guys coming up. So this is a great meeting. It really was great. And then leaving there, I was already in the grocery store. If you remember back, I had a lead from Vanessa at that meeting, at the MCBA meeting, to go talk to Sean and Sean had called me back and he said, uh, hey, I'm not sure if I need you to clean Vanessa's hallways and bathrooms. We have that taken care of, but I'm interested in getting a cleaner to 
clean the entire grocery store. Wow. I wasn't sure if I could handle that on the phone call, but I knew I needed to chase the lead. So I paid Sean and sure enough, Sean showed up and we went into his office and had a chance to chat. I told him my story really briefly, what I did. And he told me what he was looking for. He said this, he says, Ken, what we need right now is we need a crew to come in Three hours, six guys every night, especially in the kitchen, the bathrooms, the mezzanine. And when I heard the scope of what he had wanted, I just I just looked at him and I said, Sean, this is incredible. I appreciate so much that you are letting me know what you need and offering this. I got to be upfront with you and just say, I know my lane and I'm going to stay in my lane here. This is not something that I can handle. And I'm going to find someone, though, that I can refer you to. I am networking. I'm meeting people all the time. When I find a great company, I will definitely refer them to you. Now, I could have said, yes, I can do this, and I could have gotten myself in a whole heap of trouble because I wouldn't have the slightest idea how to start that, nor do I want a seven-day-a-week job. I didn't want that kind of work. And so the lesson here in this, and the title of this episode is I could have said, sure, I can do that, Sean, but instead I said, I'm sorry, Sean, that's not in my lane. I can't handle that type of work, but I'll refer it on and thank you anyway. And I went on my merry way. And that's the lesson of this particular episode. You have to know what you're good at. You have to know your lane and you got to stay in your lane. You can come out of your lane once you optimize the lane you're in, but until you've optimized your lane, work it until you do. Before the day was out by Tuesday, I was working on my estimate proposal for Edward Jones and Tom, and I also was sending out a proposal to my own church because they needed to have some cleaning done, and I couldn't handle a church either, but I can refer my church to someone that I do know, and I also have the ability to do some presentation cleaning at my own church, so I just offered and said I could do this level of detail once a week just to supplement whoever you do hire. The next day, I went to my BIB, Believers in Business meeting. And again, it's, it's, it's enjoyable. I get to talk with some fellow believers and we pray with each other, all different businesses and small, 10 people, 12 people. And then afterwards, I had a meeting with Marianne to do a one-on-one just to connect, just like I'd done with Jim the previous day. And I ended up able to do two one-on-ones. I met with Kim Kennedy first and she has nothing to do with cleaning. She's in a completely different business altogether, but it turned out that she was doing cleaning part-time and she was working for a company that she had to leave. And she says, you know, Ken, I like what you have to say. I trust you. I want to introduce you to the lady that I was working for. I said, awesome. Thank you. So there's a lead. I need to chase that lead. And this lead was an upscale design studio. It wasn't exactly in my geographic target area, but I'm not saying no to anything. I'm looking to grow a business and I'm chasing leads. You just never know. And turns out that she lives in an area, Kim does, and that I have a friend in the business, a cleaning business owner named Lisa, who I'm going to refer her to, connect them. Maybe she can get a part-time cleaning job with Lisa. So she was very grateful I was able or willing to introduce the two of them. And then I met with Marianne Alec of Fox Roach, local to me in Harleysville. And in talking to her, we shared each other's stories. What a powerful conversation. The struggles she's been through, the struggles I've been through. We just had a lot in common. And she's in real estate and she's doing something very different. And I noticed that. She's educating her future buyers. And all real estate agents do this to some level. I just have hadn't heard it shared or communicated in this way. Marianne wants to work with new homeowners, new home buyers, millennials, people in their 20s and 30s buying homes for the first time. So she's educating them, getting way out in front of the real estate purchase and helping them where they're at. 
after getting married, after getting their first job or buying their first car, they're right in that place where they might be looking to buy a home down the road. And she's not charging them. She's just helping and assisting. And it's so cool to see that level of giving. And she's going to be successful. She, I mean, she already is. And then she was wanting to know what I do specifically, which set me apart. And I told her my presentation cleaning model and how I worked with realtors in the past. And she really liked my approach and the art of presentation cleaning that I shared earlier in this episode. And so she said, well, gosh, Ken, I need to get you into my office for presentation cleaning presentation. I said, awesome, Mary, I would love to. You just let me know. She said, sure. So when it gets a little closer to our busy season, which is in the spring, so we'll see what happens there. Two meetings with two members, and I'll see them each time I go to a meeting, and I'm not trying to get leads out of people. I'm just being a friend, bringing leads to them when I can. Oh, by the way, Mary Ann, in my conversation with her, I found out that she goes to the same church as James Hardy, who I met with the day before, who's another friend from a different meeting. So what did I do? I said, Mary Ann, I need to introduce you to Jim. Now, Marianne's new at this church, and she says, wow, wow, that'd be great if you could introduce us. So leaving this meeting, I did do introductions from Kim to Lisa and from James to Marianne. And this is the same thing I did previously where I'd go home from the Bullfrog Cafe and leave a review. And I did leave a review also for Marianne's business when I got back home. So these are just little things I can do that don't cost me anything, just a little bit of time, but it adds a lot of value to the other person. And because of that, it also adds a lot of value back to me in the long run. On the way home from the BIB meeting, I stopped over at a chiropractor, which is right next door to Dennis Gaiman's office. I've been seeing his office for months as I cleaned there. Thought I would just go in and introduce myself. Of course I did. And by the way, prior to me introducing myself, he wanted me to come over and say hello because I had messaged him on LinkedIn, sent him an email, and he says, yeah, great. You clean next door. Stop over sometime. I said I was new in the area. I'd love to meet him. Loved how can I help him? Not saying, hey, can I get a job? Like, can I clean your building for you? It wasn't that at all. So I had to stop over. I happened to stop at the right time. Met Mike Kimmel of Kimmel Chiropractic. Really friendly guy. And just talked to him for a few minutes. I shared my presentation cleaning art form, my strategy. And he says, wow, that's great. It's great to know. And welcome to the neighborhood. I said, awesome. I said, may I add you to my newsletter? He says, yes. So he's someone that maybe down the road is a seed. Maybe he'll need me. Maybe I'll find someone that needs chiropractic here in the area. I'll send to him. And it's give and take. It's helping others. After that... I went back home and I finished my estimate. I sent my proposals out to Edward Jones. Now behind the scenes, I mentioned my wife, Teresa, had been doing some connecting and helping people in the local mom's Facebook group. Well, this is really cool. There was a post that she noticed there was a local attorney looking to get some cleaning and asking for recommendations. So Teresa just messaged her privately and said, well, we have a company and if you need any help or if you like an estimate, here's my husband's phone number. And that was it. Now my wife had already built up some trust in the group. So it wasn't like she was a first timer popping her name in there and saying, hey, do you want me to work for you? It wasn't like that at all. And Erica said, yeah, sounds good. What's his number? And I didn't know this was behind the scenes. So Teresa texted me and told me to expect a call from Erica. I said, awesome. Thank you very much, honey. Went about my business, playing wiffle ball with my kids outside. I get a call from Erica. How cool is this? My first opportunity to talk to someone from the Facebook Moms group and see how this could work out. And we had a great conversation. She told me that she had hired someone and they didn't show up. Like the, their cleaning level was 
okay, but they had they just had a baby, and understandable, and they weren't very reliable, and she needs someone reliable. So I went through and did all of my frequently asked questions on the call. I shared some basic prices for how much I charge, and I said, would you still like to have me come over for an estimate? And she was very impressed with everything I said, and she's like, I would love you to come over for an estimate. So I scheduled that for the next day, and it just so turns out that that next day, I did an estimate for Erica and for Ellie. Ellie is the owner of EJS Medical Billing in Percocy, whom I've already cleaned for for the past year. Another great business. Highly recommend them if you need some medical billing. I do so many plugs in this podcast. I really do. But they're they're not shameless. They're they're people that I that are in my network. They're my friends, and I want to promote them. So I did an estimate for both Erica and Ellie that day, and spent the entire next day between cleaning and doing estimates and sending out proposals to Erica, to Ellie, and also to make sure the one I sent to Edward Jones was good. So that's the three E's for the week. And some weeks are like this. Some weeks I do a lot of marketing and networking and no requests for a proposal. And some weeks I do less marketing and I get three requests. And some weeks I might get five. And some weeks I'll get 10. I I help cleaning companies that are getting 20 and 30 requests over a weekend. You just never know. We're all different parts of places in our business. So you just keep priming the pump, keep pumping, keep pumping, and just following through with every lead that you get. This week happened to be three proposals and we'll see what happens. Now the good news is to wrap up this week, Ellie needed me for an initial cleaning for family that was coming in for a month from out of country. So she did have me come over and clean and I did a few hours. I didn't clean the entire house. I just cleaned the upstairs areas that her family was going to be staying in. And my goal was one thing, impress her, to make her thankful and happy that she chose me. She already hires me. This is Ellie. Hires me to clean her office and now she's given me the opportunity to clean her house. And I did. I did my best like I always do and I did impress her. And from that point, she said, yeah, I need to get you in here on a regular basis. So I walked out of that initial cleaning with my first new biweekly house. And we just had to work out the details through email and text. And I already sent the proposal. So yeah, it's just a matter of some back and forth kind of negotiating until we find the deal that works. So there we go. The first new house cleaning client, the one with Erica looks pretty good. And we'll see the office cleaning estimate with Edward Jones looks pretty good too. So great week. We'll see what happens. And until I find out, I guess I will be holding you on pins and needles waiting. Thanks so much for listening to my business update. Have a great rest of your day and I look forward to talking to you again on the next episode where I dive back into the goal setting part two. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.